Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Okay. <laughs> yes, in Santa Barbara, California, another beautiful day. If anybody could understand what it's like to do these Zoom meetings, it's pretty funny because especially if you have ADHD because you get distracted with people standing up, getting coffee, trying to get ready here. But I'm very blessed. Uh, we have an amazing group today, Team Sports Radio has been around for over a decade, has donated over 22,000 minutes to all those supporting teen athletes, businesses, nonprofits, and we have a lot of those people here today. We're going to be featuring a new business. I'm going to get to that in a moment, but first, let's look at our co-hosts today. We have Ed Langlow, Dominique Hackett, Christine Marie. We have Angela Miller-Bevin. We have our smart college admission, Holly with smart the owner of smart college <laughs> she's looking at me i don't know when she rolls her eyes i'm sorry this is hard okay michelle myring um and then of course our guest today is alex ramirez and we go way 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 back and i'm gonna let him tell you what he's been up to uh but first what we'd like to do is start off with gratitude because we have a lot of things to be thankful for and i'm gonna let christine marie who are you thankful or what are you thankful about this week I'm so thankful for Givens Farm and their amazing produce that they put out every week. I got my box yesterday and it was just filled with this beautiful bounty of the earth. And I was just, I, and I took some to my mother and she was so grateful and her roommates. And so it was just, I, I'm just so grateful to the earth herself, to everything, you know, I, that's just a, sometimes we forget with all the difficult things going on to be grateful for the real simple things. Did you get your book from Patricia Braggs? I did. It was such a nice surprise. It was fantastic. Dominique is trying to teach her youngest son, James, how to cook. And he's on the road a lot. And he says, I wish I had some recipes. And Dominique's like, hold, please. And then you've got this vegan, because he's a veggie. you got this vegan. It was vegan, right? you got this vegan recipe book. Uh, and he was just, he didn't know what to say. He was so happy. And I have to thank Patricia Braggs because really she is uh, coming back in a storm. I follow her on Facebook. She has postings every single day. I love this woman, the most grateful, most honestly. Women like this in Santa Barbara, it makes this city, and men, I'm sorry. Okay, but we're all, so there's a few guys here, but we just, I'm really thankful. Anyways, let's get to Angela Miller-Bevin. Hi, baby. <laughs> I love that picture behind you. Hi. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's, just, it's my favorite piece of art. And oh. I want to say that I'm grateful that I'm here because I was at Trader Joe's. And if we all know what a Trader Joe's experience is like these days. You never know if it's going to be an hour or 10 minutes. Kind of a you know you toss up but I'm very grateful I'm a mom of a teenager and I am very grateful for the wonderful wonderful volleyball coaches at the Parks and Rec volleyball camp down at East Beach I want to give them a shout out because Jackson has been so fortunate to be doing volleyball camp and him and his friends are all there this week and they're loving it and it's just beautiful down there well foggy and then it gets beautiful but he's just really loving it. And I'm really appreciative for all the people that are out there going and working at these camps. So these kids can have outdoor activities. 
very, very necessary for their socialization and their peace of mind. Nice. We try to bring some of them out to the show. And yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we've we've talked about it. They yeah, they're. We were just so grateful when they started up, and they've been going for most of the summer, and we haven't had any COVID or anything. So, knock on wood, it's been a huge blessing, and they are just loving it. So, and the coaches are just amazing. These young people that are mentoring are, you know, are just just turned thirteen. So, these are great mentors for them down at the beach. So, I appreciate that. And you are as well. I'm sure you're shoveling more than just your son to these events because that's what helicopter moms do. So love you a lot. Lots of, lots of driving. Yes. <laughs> so admiring. What say you? Um, I get, you know, the Santa Barbara community, you can't, you can't go wrong with, with showing how grateful you are to be here. Um, right now, really grateful to United way. They are sort of taking the lead on, um, the collaborative effort of the after-school organizations in supporting our schools this year. We know it's going to be a huge challenge um, for the school district and so many of our parents and students, and and they are sort of taking the lead on on fundraising and and helping the community come together to figure out how we support these kids um, and the families. So grateful to them. And then to Parks and Rec, we've been approved through the city to open up um space in the parking lot to provide yes. programming for our kids so we're excited about that beautiful nice dominique hackett she's back she's the reason why we get to do this today because she sets us all up in the morning what say you i want to give a gratitude <coughs> to our neighbor ernie arnie who's helping us figure out a water leak problem <laughs> Yeah, really appreciate our neighbors. Yeah, we call him Artie, but it's Manuel Vias, and we're gonna we have sandbags now. <laughs> we're trying to figure out where this leak is coming from. Um, but yeah, this has just been, uh, and especially you doing anything through COVID, it's like your leak. No, it's my leak. No, 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 no. Let's just figure it out lovingly, okay? And so we've got sandbags now. And uh, of course, I'm out there one o'clock in the morning with a flashlight. No, I can't say it's not my leak. And then there's water. That's not good. That doesn't work out very good. I know. I want Angela's laughing at me, but it's kind of the truth. Okay. Well, we love our neighbors and we love our friends. And Ed Lango is a friend. Ed, what say you? Well, I just was grateful for the farmers market. I hadn't been down there in a while, and and uh, both Christine and, and Angela had mentioned the rigors of grocery shopping these days. We found ourselves Tuesday down at the farmer's market and it's open air. So you don't have to stand in a line to, to get into the store and the prices were great. And, and when we got home and tested out some of the food, the food is fantastic. So uh, I, I'm just grateful for the farmer's market being there in this time of, of COVID. It's really opens up some doors as an option for grocery shopping. Nice. Yes. Now, Ed, Edward was, Ed, were you able to figure out at Farmer's Market the the in and out line? Because uh, I, of course, went through the arrows <laughs> the wrong way and yeah, got yeah. reprimanded. <laughs> uh, I, I did. I, I started to do that. And then Barry mentioned, well, you have, we have to look at the arrows. We have to go this way. So, yeah. You, yeah, there's a little learning curve there. 
<laughs> That's it. No, we love our farmers. Seriously, those are the guys that are keeping us together during this whole experience, and we love, love, love the farmers. Richard Ellsworth from Connecticut. Hey, sweetie, how are you? I'm all right. Okay, so you're not in my backyard, so you're still in Connecticut. Still, still in Connecticut. There are a few, few more things I had to to tie up here, um, but looking forward to heading back soon. Hopefully, cool. yeah. Awesome. Um, so do you have anybody in Connecticut you want to give a, a virtual hug to? Well, you know, I would for just almost everyone I encounter, and it would go on for hours and hours. So, just in a really broad sense, I'm I'm really grateful for all of our own unique talents and abilities, and all of these things that that these interests that we have, our, our creativity that we can tap into, and and everybody doing that, and then not just keeping it to themselves, but giving it out into the community, and to just you know see, I mean, everybody here as well with their own unique interests and just pushing that back out so that everybody can see, share, and, and appreciate it. I'm just hugely grateful for that. Nice. Well, we see you in the next couple of weeks back here with the fiddle, okay? Absolutely. Excellent. Okay. Holly, how are you this morning? Doing well. And my gratitude right now, I have a couple people, but I'll make it quick. Uh, Dr. Early and Dr. McGuire, who are orthopedic folks who deal with a lot of broken arms and kid injuries. And we patronize them more than I would like to, but they are awesome. And my son broke his arm back at the beginning of summer, and they've just been so wonderful to deal with. And secondly, there's a woman in our community who, I don't know how well she's known, but her name is Dr. Andrea Kohlberg, and she helps people with anxiety. And I imagine at this point, I don't care how mentally healthy you are, everybody's feeling some anxiety. So I've been following her on Facebook and I love the way she posts things to remind people that anxiety can't kill you. It may feel like it, but it really can't. And there are effective ways to deal with it. So those are the people I'm grateful for right now. That's beautiful. It's our physicians, our frontline workers, everybody, first responders. We love you. We thank you. Our guys in blue, anybody who's uh, connected themselves to PAL, thank you so much. Um, I, I saved the last gratitude guy, okay, for our guests, and we're going to get with him right after these messages. But Alex, who do you want to give some love to? Uh, well, I mean, I have so much to be grateful for today. Obviously, my health. Any day that I wake up without COVID symptoms is a great day. So I have to be grateful for my health first and foremost. But, uh, you know, honestly, technology. And then, of course, being able to connect with all of you here today. That's I'm extremely grateful for this. Otherwise, I wouldn't know who any of you are besides, you know, Richard and Dominique. Uh, hello, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's great to have this technology to be able to still connect with people and, and see family. Um, you know, that's one thing that I've really been missing is my family. And, and so shout out to my family. I love them. I miss them. And I can't wait for this all to be over, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be over for a while. So. We're in this for the long haul. Grateful for my health. Grateful for all of you and grateful for the technology that, that can connect us here today. Wonderful. Well, let's take a little break and then we're going to get right back to you, Alex. <laughs> okay. Started his own, uh, branched out. Something good came out of COVID. We'll talk about it after these messages. And 
this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okay, Alex, I got to tell you a funny story about your last name. So when I came to uh, California, I'm from like New York. And um, I started after I graduated from Westmont, I started in the insurance business and I get this lead and it was the same name as last name as your last name. I don't know if it's because it's back in the 80s. I don't know. Maybe it's a big grandparent. No, but it's a it's a common name. Right. So I'm down in Oxnard in Colonia. That's on the left side of the tracks. That was my territory. And I kept saying to the gentleman, Mr. Ramirez, because <laughs> I don't know how to, it's like Carrillo, Castillo, you know, I, I just did not know any, uh, uh, my mother was German, right? so I don't, I, mean, I don't have the grasp of the language. So nobody corrected me for like a year in the office. And every time <laughs> I said that was my first sale, I love Mr. Ramirez, I'm on the phone, hey, Mr. Ramirez, they're dying laughing, okay, so I was the joke. Uh, at least a year, all right? And then finally, somebody said, it's Ramirez. I go, oh, my God. Anyway, that being said, so when I first got you, I always wanted to tell you that story. I don't think I shared it before. That being said, you're in the house today. Something really exciting has <clears throat> place in your life. I want you to share it. Uh, you've all been about kids and health and fitness. So t- what's going on? Uh, yeah, so the whole COVID thing obviously shifted everyone's lives in a major way, but it, it forced me to have to go on online training. Um, so obviously when COVID happened, I was working at, I am still currently working at Via Verde, the retirement community as their fitness coordinator, you know, providing, uh, private sessions, things of that nature, group classes, you know, for the elderly, the senior living community. But when COVID hit and the gym shut down, I had to do something. Uh, I wanted to keep the revenue coming. I still wanted to work with my clients. I didn't want them to gain weight or lose their progress, lose strength. So everything shifted online. Zoom has been amazing. I've been using Zoom four times a week for online classes. And then I have one outdoor class once a week on Saturdays. And we meet at the beach or at Oak Park. Um, and we're all wearing masks, of course, and, and socially distancing, but it's been crazy. I had to just completely change the way I train and the way I do things and, and shifting um, online has been a, a challenge, but it's been, it's been enlightening. It's been, uh, it's been great. I, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't complain. It's been an easy transition. Luckily I had experience with, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, getting my degree online. So I had that online experience and I was able to really adapt quickly, luckily, you know. Um, so it's, it's been fun. It's been great. I'm still training online and, and I'm looking to grow it now. And I organically had two uh, online phone calls yesterday. One was a woman in her 70s who wants to start working with me. And another woman is in her in her fifties who wants to start working with me. And it's all just through posting on Facebook and, and uh, thank you, Michelle. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, it, it lets me know that I'm on the right path. I, 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 this is just going to be so good. It's you have to dig your feet in and just look at it that if you have a outlook in life on any level, that it's going to be in your best interest. You, of course, you get that whirly bird feeling in your stomach because you have to get, you have to jump over that fear. But 
it wouldn't have manifested itself the way and turned out if it wasn't in your best interest. That's, I, I honestly, God believe that we've all had to make, Michelle is another one. Michelle's had to make a lot of, you know, gotten hit on the side. Okay. At the head and didn't see things come in. And everybody in this room has had to face that, but you have to face it and you have to stand up and it's going to be magic because you, you're just talking about it. You're sharing love and light and it's, it's important. What do you say, Michelle? Well, I just, I think with this, for the fitness industry and I've, I've toyed with, with going back and, and serving clients, but I run and I see the number of people out moving has skyrocketed since COVID, I think. Um, I see more people walking in groups. I see more families out exercising. So it really is a great time for those who now are starting to move to jump to the next level with, with the trainer and work on the the strength training aspect and the physical therapy or the um, physical strength and the flexibility. Um, so it, it actually is a really good opportunity because people have started moving. People who might have been sedentary before COVID are now working from home and they're like, I have to get out of the house. I'm going to go for a walk. You know, my housemate started. She now walks an average of four and a half miles a day. So, I mean, people are out moving and, you know, that's where, you know, I, I would post like, hey, I see you out moving. Let's take you to the next level. Um, you know, join me. I can help you get there. Something because it, people are out moving where Absolutely. they were before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a big kind of movement happening now, too, especially with the underlying conditions of COVID. You know, if, if you're not in the best of health and, you know, you may have some uh, COPD, you know, the... Uh, uh, pulmonary disease, it, it can be challenging for people. And so a lot of people are using that as a motivating factor to get outdoors. Like, oh my God, I don't want to get sick. And if I do, I want to give my body the best chance to recover and survive. Absolutely. So it, it's a huge shift right now. Um, and it's like you said, Erica, everything happens for a reason. Right. I didn't, I wasn't trying to fight it. You know, I love superior fitness. I got my start. Don't look at it as a bad thing. I look at it as experience, growth, knowledge, and I'm just moving on to the next thing because I can't rely on that space anymore. I can't rely on the gym. The way things are closing and shutting down, I don't know what the future of the gyms are going to be like. It just seems like everything is just pointing me in the right direction. And and just by you know talking to those two people the other day, I know I'm on the right path. Right. It, it was feels was right. Telling you, yes. Yeah. And just yeah. everything is giving, I'm getting so much positive reinforcement. It just feels right. I know it in my gut. There was that fear though. Don't get me wrong. I was scared. I was scared. Like that first week yeah. when the gym shut down, I didn't know what I was going to do. I had no clue. But then it just hit me. Why not go online? Everyone else is doing Zoom. Why not? And so it, it really worked out that way. Yes, okay. Dominique. I've got a question for you. So what do teens need to know about doing uh, uh, training online? What do you wish that your participants would know to do that would help you in training them? Patience and attention span. Uh, they don't seem to have it. <laughs> <laughs> they want the quick fix. You know, the kids are ready for like that 30 minute in and out. I want to just get it done and be on Facebook right after or or instagram you know or they want to post what they just did so it's 
it's a challenge, you know, with the younger crowds, um, you know, because there's such a social component to these young kids' lives. Um, and then they, right now they're connecting to social media to get that. So, you know, for kids, it's just get out and do something, whether it's biking, riding, running, just move just like everyone else and try to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, as far as strength training, you know, looking for things on, on YouTube and, and looking for videos, looking for social influencers who are, you know, fitness trainers, connecting with other online trainers. I mean, anything and everything that you can do, the more variety, the better, because um, that's what I try to do in my workouts and, and in my classes is not every workout's the same, different emphasis each time. So it's a full gamut. It's a full body routine. By the, by the time the week's over, you've gotten everything that you needed to get in, in your work week. So for kids, you know, just keep moving. Just keep moving. Stay strong. And, and social distance, right? The biggest thing with anyone's health right now is just wear your mask, social distance, and be safe. Um, because if you're sick, you're not training or doing anything. What's your model, um, Alex? Is it a membership or is it a one-on-one or how, how are you working your business? So right now I have two, two different types of models going on. So memberships are for the Zoom classes. Um, and then, of course, the one-on-one training where it's more personal online coaching, uh, helping people, you know, kind of get the ball rolling and getting started. Uh, for the two women that I spoke to the other day, they were once pretty active, but the whole COVID thing slowed them down dramatically and they're ready to get back going again. So I'm working um, with them to hopefully get them started and, and build that routine up. But it's hard. It's hard to get started. And, and once they get that first week under their belt, it, it does get a little easier. But just like anything new in life, getting started and, and learning something or doing something for the first time in a long time is, is always a challenge. Do you feel that you're also taking another step? It's not just fitness. It's almost like being a life coach. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Which is, you know, kind of always been a part of the training. Um, but I feel like now it's just a little bit more in depth and people want it a little bit more because of what's happening because of the COVID scare that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. They want more information on health and exercise and keeping their body strong and their immunity up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my therapist charges $170 an hour. I should bring some dumbbells while I talk to her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wish you the absolute best. Michelle's going to take care of you. And then we've got Ed Langlow. He's going to work out something with you. And, of course, you're going to give Richard a holler. Richard drinks sangria now. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay. Nice. And he loves t-shirts. He's a size large. Okay. <laughs> okay that's the big payoff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Sangria. I'll have my wife make up a batch. Okay. So he's giving me signs. We're going to take a little break, but mm-hmm. I want to just give everybody give a big virtual wave. We got slow reality in the house. <laughs> Woo! How you doing? So, so sorry that, that, the number for some reason, it could have been my, it's me, some weird vibe, but it did finally work. So my apologies for being late. It's so good to see everybody. Oh my God, Alex, I'm sorry I missed your, your share. Um, I, it was interesting to hear though. It's, it's very interesting to hear everybody is shifting things and doing business different. Uh, to, to still be in business is such a blessing. Thank God, I can't even believe it, but we're still, Absolutely. I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> all right, so when we get back um, after these messages, we got all new messages. Thank you, love, and kisses to Dr. D. 
we're going to give you a couple of minutes to uh, plug in, and then we're going to get with Holly and Smart College Admissions after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Lone Reality Vocal Coach, she's back. It's been a while. We love you. Give me a one-minute version, and then next week we'll do full-on Sloan. We'll have a whole Sloan section. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. It's just so great to be here. Obviously, the world is very different. Uh, I expanded. I started working in L.A. a few days a week and starting to work with artists down there and getting paid from production companies. And then I'm like, yes, let's go, and COVID. (laughs) Complete shift back in town. Tons of blessings that have come out of it. Um, did a, a live stream show with the voice students that stuck with me on Zoom. Had shirts made up. We survived. I think there's going to be a write-up in the paper. Anybody who gets the news press, I think they're featuring me in the life section. But uh, it's just been a trip. Uh, you know, I had to, I, a lot of shifting. I've taken my rates way down. I call it the COVID credit to make it affordable. I know. You know, everybody is, everyone's being affected. Everybody is struggling in one way or another. And I don't want financial to be a reason that people can't come and take advantage of it. Of, you know, it's a great time actually to be learning a new skill, like singing or speaking or whatever. So exciting. My kids are all, dis- I've got two, two out of the house. I got, I only got one left in the nest, one left in the nest. <laughs> but it's been good. It's so good to be here. It's weird doing radio on TV. Yeah, I, know. I got my hair. Got my, oh. I got my J Lo bun going. Yeah, you're got my J Lo bun. Gorgeous. <laughs> up out of me. I love you guys. It's so good to be here. So next week, and then if you have some questions, you know, as the show continues, don't be. You're not shy. I don't have to say don't be shy. But what we'll do is uh, we'll get to you next week. But we have uh, in the house. We've got Holly, and she is going to tell us, uh, owner of Smart college admissions and she's going to tell us what the students need to our teen athletes and students of all uh walks what we need to be focused on right now in august holly oh what i'd love to have if you are a senior going into the application process it would be so nice if you had already finished your essays or were close to finishing them so that would be my first bit of advice even though the UCSA doesn't, or application doesn't officially open until August 1st, they haven't changed the topics from last year, and it's easy to look them up and get started so that you have less distress over when school starts. I also thought today we could focus on the athletes specifically, because I know if you've been following the news, that uh, lots of athletic events are getting canceled or seasons are getting moved all over the board, and heaven only knows what's going to happen even in the long run. They think they're going to have spring sports, but Let's talk about what do you do if you're an athlete and you wanted to get on a coach's radar and all of a sudden you don't have those opportunities to be playing with a club team or anything like that. So what I would recommend is that you find the schools that interest you, teams that have similar skill levels to what you have, and then just reach out to the coaches and ask them. I apologize for the dog who seems to want to play too, but the uh, coaches 
are also struggling with this a little bit. They are also trying to figure out, okay, all my recruiting channels have dried up. What do I do from here? So I encourage all students to professionally reach out to coaches. Let's do this the right way so that they don't think, oh my gosh, I don't care how good this kid is. I'll never take them. The right thing to do is politely have somebody proofread your email would be my suggestion before you send it because someone older than you is going to be reading it. You want to make sure you're coming across as professional. Don't use hashtags in an email or a resume or anything else. I have to say that because I've seen it. Do have someone proofread so that you are not sending off an email that gives the impression that you have lots of grammarly grammar errors or spelling errors or things like that. You want to make a good first impression. So what I would recommend is that you decide which target, which coaches you want to talk with and have them send them a polite email saying, I'm interested in your program. I'd like to learn more about it. Include your own stats if you can. And for the love of heaven, please follow Alex's advice and stay in shape. It doesn't matter if you were a great athlete before COVID. If you are not a great athlete coming out of COVID, that's going to limit your options. So those are some of the things I really would like people to think about as we do this process. And if you don't know the division levels and the differences between division one, two, and three, oftentimes people think, oh, division three, that's the non-competitive level. Could not be farther from the truth. The difference is at division three, you don't get paid to play but only 6% of the athletes in the country do anyway. So look at those schools that are highly competitive and they're really geared toward the student athlete who knows that you're probably not going to go pro. I mean, such a small percentage of athletes get to go pro, but students who still want to play, but understand that when I come out of college, I need a really solid academic degree so that I have something to go for to make a living with. Um, and those are some of the things that I think get overlooked in division three. And the other nice thing is coaches, especially at some of the smaller schools, are really willing to talk with athletes and say, realistically, this is what I look for in a team, or this is what I'm going to need this coming year, that kind of thing. So there's plenty of room to still get involved, still promote your sport, promote yourself. I would just ask that you think carefully and maybe get some adult advice on how to do it professionally. Even your current coach could probably help you with that. That's beautiful. And I love what you said to try to find the school that's the right fit for you. No sense in trying to go up with the D1, D2 and sit on the bench for four years and then you get frustrated. Um, it's like no, no athlete that's a starter wants to sit on. No, nobody, girl, female, male wants to sit on the bench. So it's nice when they want you. Yes. So yes, If you love the sport, yes. find the fit. Exactly. Very, 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 very true. It's like going to Alex and say, I want to lift that 50 pounds. <laughs> got to start off with 10, okay? Because <laughs> then you hurt your shoulder and you're not with Alex anymore. <laughs> I remember that. So definitely. All right, in the house, look who popped in all the way from Italy, Laura Arcadia. How you doing, Laura? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Laura, your hair is so long. You can do the lot. I know. <laughs> Yeah, That's I, I, awesome. I, I, I That's a, it's yeah. more, it's a mane. <laughs> My God, I know it's those Italian jeans coming in. That's it. You're all like a, you're all like a grown up woman now. You're not that teenager that lived at the house and pretended you were my foreign secretary since you spoke six languages. <laughs> it's awesome. 
first Eric and then she then she starts speaking Chinese. It was awesome. It was so good. When are you coming back? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have my flight on the twentieth. I'd I'd be arriving on the twenty first, but international students are in such a limbo. I'm I have all my documents, but I'm still not sure they're gonna let me through at customs. So at this point, I'm just gonna go and you know cross my fingers, hope they let me in. Um, well, we a, well yeah. I'm in the spare bedroom as we speak. Okay, see, I changed the wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have to stay, you know. Where, so where are you gonna land? In LA? So where? San Diego? Yes, because as of now, no, I can't land in San Diego. As of now, if you come from outside the U.S. from like an area that's um, on a no-fly list, let's say, uh, you can only fly into 14 U.S. airports, and LAX is one of those, but SD isn't. So, yeah, I'm flying to LAX, and then I'll have a friend pick me up and bring me to San Diego. Nice. You have a place <laughs> yeah. to stay in San Diego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend who's there, and we're looking at a couple places. Thanks for the recommendation, by the way. Um and yeah, so if everything goes well, I should be signing a lease by next week at the latest. Nice. And then you'll be going to San Diego yeah. State? Or US yes. San Diego State? Nice. No. Getting, San Diego State. And then getting a graduate degree in what? It's a master in business administration. But I would be doing the emphasis on information system because it counts as STEM. Nice. Well, that's so exciting. Are you happy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, happy? yeah. So happy. <laughs> I'm waiting on the celebration for when I get out of LAX. I'll probably, oh my gosh, I'll be on my cloud nine. <laughs> yeah. So for a lot of us here, some of us here, they have no idea how impacted you and your family were. Um, your The yeah. restaurant now is not going to continue. Your parents are going to retire, correct? Yep, correct. Okay, correct. so your parents are retiring, and we're going to look at everything as a good thing. And uh, I'm going to enjoy you being back on this show regularly. So absolutely, the voice, my my my. Well, you're not a teen anymore, but that's okay. We're following you. You've been around for five years now. <laughs> you're always going to be a teen queen on this show. Let's take a little break. This oh. is Eric Salda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday Ed Langlow, I love your backdrop, and I love <laughs> this section every single week. If only I know, what are you going to say this week? Thank you, Erica. Good morning, everyone. Uh, let me start out with a, a question here. Alex, if you gave your contact information, I missed it. How does uh, one get a hold of you? I did not give out my contact information. I'm sorry. Uh, email is the best. KasimRamirez805.com or if Eric is pronouncing it, KasimRamirez. Ramirez. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it the incorrect way. Ramirez. Uh, it's KasimRamirez805 at Yahoo.com. I can Spell put that. it in the messages, but it's K-A-S-S-I-M as in Mary, 
Ramirez, R-A-M-I-R-E-Z 805 at yahoo.com. And that's the best way to get a hold of me is through email. And right. send, Very good. And I'll send it to you as well. All right, Ed. Okay. If only I had known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on Zoom, as well as those listening into the show. Uh, today's segment is titled Dream Big. Picture in your mind who you want to be 10 years from now and dream as big as you feel comfortable dreaming. Say your dream is uh, being a doctor, veterinarian, or an airlines pilot, or maybe you want to be an astronaut. That's great. Let's do it. A man, a man named Lao Tzu wrote a series of Chinese proverbs 500 years before Christ. One states, when I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. And I feel that fits not only this segment, but dealing with a, with a COVID virus. When I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. And the better known proverb, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one simple step. If you look at your dream as that first single step, then you've just taken it. You started your journey. Now what's the next step? If you're a teen, you likely don't have access to large sums of money, but you do have a mind that's in its prime of learning ability and the time to start building your dream. Now, studying to learn about the things you need to, for your dream seem unpleasant, then I'd like you to hear my favorite old adage. Nothing has any meaning except the meaning you give it. Believe things to be what you want them to be. Believe them to be fun or exciting and your beliefs will make it so. Because your beliefs aren't a tangible thing that can't be changed. Your beliefs are all in your mind and you can change them. Master that and I guarantee your life will be much more pleasant and successful for it. Dream big, but remember this, until you take that second step, you're still just dreaming. If only I'd known that when I was young and still in school. But maybe your dream isn't to be an astronaut at all. Maybe your big dream is to be a master carpenter. That's fine. Talk to a carpenter about the trade and things you might need to know, like math skills, and take advantage of the classes you likely have right there at school. There, you just took the second step. As my old uh, junior high school counselor used to say to me, get off the dime, Langlow. Promise you this, if you dream big, and know that if it's humanly possible, you can do it. Then just get off the dime and take that next step. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Nice. I love that, Ed. <laughs> Thank you. Because we always Very nice. Very writing. well said. Being Marie. Thank you, Alex. Our resident Tarot reader. Uh, what say you? I mean, it's that's that's big. It really is. It's about your mindset. It's very important. It's the power of your mind over anything. Anything we have to overcome. What do you say, Christine? What what card is for today? Well, there were two cards. The first card that I was thinking of today was the Sun, which is the most positive card of the deck. Which really talks about really, you know, if things have felt dark and shady, like the light is back, the light's coming, and I think things have been scary. And it's how we look at it. So, um, you know, when Ed said it's kind of how your perspective, how you look at things. And but funnily enough, when Alex started talking about his business and how it started, um, the next card that came was the Fool, which is taking that leap of faith. 
And yeah. Alex, when you spoke about how you were you weren't sure what to do, and all of a sudden you thought, "Well, I just have to do this," and that's what came to me. Is that's where you follow your heart? Your heart, you trust, you know. These these leaps they can't be taken with your mind; they have to be taken with your heart. And when you do step forward and you do leap. It always the world comes to meet you in a really beautiful way. So those two cards together, having, you know, the, the positivity, the sunshine, the, the light, leap towards that. Yeah. And then you will be met. So yeah, you had, you had this exact same thing happen to you. You were COVIDed. We've got a minute left. What say you? Well, I just thank you so much, Ed and Christine. Spot on. What I'm really hearing, my takeaway today is the surrender piece. And, you know, uh, you can't be in fear and faith at the same time. It really is a choice. It's about taking action, uh, you know, following your heart, following what is the perfect fit. It might not. And I love, yes, we can't do this with our brain. It's something that actually technically starts in our gut from what I've learned. Gut is our first brain, then heart. And this is the very last thing we should be using. So (laughs) I'm just, I'm so glad I got in. I had so much trouble getting into this meeting and thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Really excited to be back. I'm excited to hear what you have to say next week. Let's put it out there. Thank you so much. Because we have people that we want to support in this community. Uh, All thank you, Dr. D, for everything that you've done to put these commercials together as a gift to the community. Santa Barbara will be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Richard Ellsworth, Richard's Remedies, you have 3.5 minutes to bring it home, baby cakes. All right. So remedy today, it's it's a little bit, it's it's not a, it's a bit of a metaphysical sort of remedy, but it is letting go. And um, that does not mean that when you have a desire for something or you want something to happen, that doesn't mean that you stop wanting it to happen. And a lot of people think that that's the case, that they have to be so content with how things are going on around them that they can stop desiring what they want. But the key to letting go is to going straight to the end. And it's exactly as ed was saying earlier you know you don't think about the middle you you come up with the goal what it is that you want and you go to that end and what that means is that you need to think from that end your beliefs need to be from that end and all of your assumptions that you create need to be along that end so if you want to be a a carpenter using ed's example you go to that end you imagine that you are a carpenter. You don't think about how I'm going to be that carpenter. That is the opposite of letting go. But you go straight to the end. I am that carpenter. That is who I am because this is my reality and everything good always comes to me. I am a carpenter. And working along a mental diet so all of your thoughts truly are in that end. And willpower is also not the answer. It's not about willing something to happen. That exerts force. That is also the opposite of letting go. What you need 
need to do is again, go all the way to the end and just know that it's going to happen. And that's where your beliefs come in. And if it's not happening, if you're not seeing what you want happen, again, the idea is to examine those beliefs, what it is that's going on, what could be blocking you from causing that to happen and identify those and let them go. And when you can do that and go to the end, your subconscious mind will cause you to go in a certain way to, to, to move along certain lines, to make certain things happen that will bring you to that goal. But again, it is wiring your brain for success. And just a very brief little anecdote about um, how this happens. Recently, I just decided to give this a little test. And I decided that I wanted to receive a red rose. I had no, no good reason for receiving a red rose, but it seemed kind of unlikely. Most people don't give males a, a red rose. You know, usually it's the other way around. Um, and I, I realized that that was a little block that I had. So I said, okay, well, no matter what, I'm going to receive a red rose. And I went all the way to that end. Wasn't happening, wasn't happening looked at my beliefs and I said, well, you know, I still have that limiting belief that, you know, people don't give males red roses. Um, so I corrected that. I really worked and I said, no matter what, I can receive a red rose. And then one day I just felt inspired to go visit a, a restaurant that I used to work at here in Connecticut. And at the very end of saying hello to everybody, someone came out towards me and handed me a red rose and said, hey, this was left over from an anniversary thing. Maybe you want to take it home to your mom. So again, it's the idea of always going to the end and trusting that what we want is going to happen. And it's all about beliefs. Nice. Awesome. Laura, because you speak five languages and I know we got to do it, but I want you to say all the, oh, we can't do it next week, Laura. I want you to speak five languages. <laughs> Everybody in this Sounds good. I love you. We are all light workers. Let's make somebody happy today. God bless. See you next week, Key Sports Radio listeners.